Come on, church. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Put your hands together. Let's give God some praise this morning. Oh, glory, glory, hallelujah, since I lay my burden down, glory, glory, hallelujah, since I lay my burden down. Come on, child, put them hands together, come on. Let's have some church. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Ain't no harm in giving God some praise in here. Hallelujah. 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 Give on. Let's give God some praise. Hallelujah. Let's give God some praise. Hallelujah. If you want the word, come on and give God some praise. If you want God to send his word, give him some praise. He inhabits the praises of his people. Lift your hands. Lift your voices. Give God some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're glad to be in the service one more time, give him some praise. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 I'm glad to be in the service. Glory, glory, hallelujah, but I'm glad to be in the service one more time. He didn't have to let me live. He didn't have to let me live, but I'm glad, hallelujah, to be in the service one more time. Anybody glad to be in the service? We ain't dead. We are alive. You ought to be glad to be in the service one more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One more time. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Let's go to God in prayer one more time. Hallelujah. One more time, Lord. Thank you for one more time. Father God, we thank you this morning for one more time. One more opportunity, God. One more time, God. Father God, we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but today we want to thank you for letting us come in one more time, God. Father God, some didn't, haven't been here in a while. Some may have come in late. God, many may have come on time. But God, it is one more time that we've came into your church. 
We came into your house, and God, we want to say thank you. You didn't have to let us live, but thank you. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Hallelujah. Father God, we ask you this morning to send your word, God. Father God, send your word, God. Allow your Holy Ghost to saturate this atmosphere. Get it right for your word, God. Make it easy, oh God, for us to hear it and, and, and get it in our hearts. For your word says, oh, taste and see. Father God, let us taste your word today, God. Let us get it down in our body and be healthful, oh God. In the name of Jesus, send your bread, God. Send your water, God. Quench our thirst. Feed us, oh God. Feed us this morning, God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. We're grateful today. Father God, I ask you, oh God, as you set this atmosphere as you want it to be. Father God, get us right before you, God. Get us right before you, oh God. Father God, forgive us of our sins, God. Father God, forgive us on how we treat each other. Forgive us on how we treat you, God. Father God, oh God, thank you, Jesus. Forgive us, Lord, for how we treat you. Forgive us on how we treat you, God. God, we want you to send a word, but God, we don't even want to praise you at times. We don't want to give you glory like you deserve, oh God. You don't need your word. We need your word this morning. Father God, forgive us for not wanting to come to praise you. Father God, forgive us for, for being so selfish. Forgive us, oh God, for being so greedy. Forgive us, oh God. Forgive us, oh God, this morning. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for showing us the error of our ways that we may repent and live holy unto Jesus. And live holy, Jesus, unto you, God. Father God, we come this morning. We need your word, God. You don't have to send it because it's already written. But send your word right now, God. Have Daniel full under decrease. But have Jesus Christ increased to your people, O oh God, in word, in deed, power, and in sight. In your son, Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn with me with hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Help her praise him. Help her praise him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus, thank you, Lord, let us turn, please, to Romans chapter 8, hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put your mind on Christ this morning. Put your mind on the Father, on the Holy Ghost this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Since you're here, you might as well give him praise. Hallelujah. 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 The Bible may not say it, but I know for a fact when praises go up, blessings do come down. Hallelujah. How I know? Because they don't come down for me. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, can anybody look back over their life just to see how far God has brought you? Just wave your hands this morning. Hallelujah. 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 I want you to know this morning I had a word change up in the office this morning. Hallelujah. Get ready today. Get ready this morning. Hallelujah. The Lord sent a word this morning. Yes, he did. Giving honor to God, to his son Jesus, and the precious Holy Spirit, recognizing all of my father's children. They get everybody, right? Those that are here, those that are online. To so for those of you on online, we are 63 Thomas Street, 14605. St. Paul Believers Holiness Church. Well, the people may not be perfect, but we serve a perfect God. Hallelujah. Ain't he perfect, church? Ain't God perfect in all his ways? Somebody shout hallelujah this morning. Let us give, let's go to Romans chapter 8. Hallelujah. I was on my knees in the office and I was praying. I said, God, I need you. And he said, get up and get to reading again. And I kept saying, Lord, I need you. He said, get up and get to reading again. So I stopped praying. <laughs> and I got up and got to reading again. Amen. Let us go to again. Romans chapter 8, starting at verse 1. Hold on to your hats this morning. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Verse 5. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the, the carnal mind is enmity against God. That means hostile. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, hallelujah. They that are in the flesh cannot please God. I'm going to hit that rewind button. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. 
but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Verse 13. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Jump down to 24. For we are saved by hope. But hope that is not hope, but that but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doeth he yet hope for? But he, but if we hope for that which we see not, then we do not have patience to wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know what we should pray for, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be understood. Last verse. What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? I come to preach to us this morning. Come out of the flesh. Live a sanctified and free life. Come out of the flesh. Live a sanctified and free life. Last, last Sunday after, after the service was so good, my heart was overjoyed. And, and I could just feel change in the air. I could just feel it because the word was just that powerful. And, I, and normally... The Lord gives me a break on Mondays. Let me chance to rest. But he hit me so hard. He said, I want you to get, get let's, let's start getting ready. Start getting ready. And I'm going through. I said, oh, God, this is so good. Thank you. Next, I don't have to preach nothing crazy. And this morning, he said, they still ain't got it. He said, they still ain't got it. Come out of the flesh and live a sanctified and free life. I'm going to start backwards this morning. In that 31st verse, it says, what shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Let me ask us a question. What's wrong with us? Why we are always at, uh, at odds with one another? Why are we always at each other's throat? Why are we always attacking one another? Why are we always got a problem with somebody or something? I'm talking about Christian folk who claim that what's wrong with us? Hallelujah. What's wrong with us? You, we, 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 we get the word. We said we're saved. But guess what? Last week we talked about the Holy Ghost. Today I'm going to talk about sanctification. And I've discovered when we talk about that we're saved and sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, many of us don't know what it means to be sanctified. Oh, Lord's about to get rough already. Many of us don't know what it means to be sanctified. So when I ask what's wrong with us, that God gave me, God gave me this answer. So the problem is that we don't want to come out of the flesh. We don't want to come out of the flesh. We don't want to come out of the world because we like the stuff. And therefore, if we like it, then guess what? We are not free. We are not free from sin. And we are not living sanctified. What does sanctified mean? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The word sanctify, it basically means to pronounce or observe clean. Listen to this. To be clean, to be selected, 
to be appointed, to be consecrated, to be dedicated, to be hallowed, to be kept holy, to, 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 pro, to prepare, to proclaim, to purify, and to be set apart. When you claim that you are sanctified, that means that we are telling the world that I have been set apart from where? From everybody else. But if you are at somebody's throat, you, you neglect everything that the word says. Jump back up to the first verse. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Well, if you are always condemning, the problem could be not them, but you. We are so quick to condemn somebody. When, when, if we are of the spirit, we don't look at them like we in the flesh. Because when God selects you, let me explain it like this. When you, when sanctification is a process, first you get sanctified. When you, when God says, I'm going to sanctify you, you get selected to be called out. Then you have to go through the process of sanctification so you can be sanctified. The sanctification part is a part where many of us never get out of. What are you saying? Sanctification is where God cleans you up. Quit thinking that because you got the Holy Ghost that you all good. No, God still got to keep cleaning you up. If you keep condemning somebody with the same attitude that the world condemns, then you are not in Christ Jesus. You are, you are still in the world. Your mind is just like them that are in the world. We got to stop condemning folk because if you got the mind of Christ, if you got the Holy Ghost dwelling on the inside of you, when you look at a person, it doesn't always mean that they in the world. It means that when God consecrates you, he got to clean. That means he got to strip you down. He's got to strip you down. When I asked for an example, the Lord gave me this. He said, chitlins. He, he said, chitlins. He said, sanctification is like cleaning chitlins. You got to get that membrane off. You got to get that membrane of sin off. And you got to keep on cleaning until you get every piece of the membrane off. Because when it goes into the pot, to hit the fire, if the membrane ain't off, it's going to stink. And the reason why some of us are still living in the world, because the membrane of sin is still on you, and when you go through the fire, you scream out because you stink. They're just preaching here. Hallelujah. The sanctification process always seems long or too long or never ending when you resist the changes that is getting you to the place in your life. When God said, I'm going to sanctify you. Listen, it's not just for church. It's for his purpose. There are purposes for each person in this church, each person that's a believer. God also got purposes for them of the world. But if they never come in, their purpose is to be condemned. But if you are not of the world, your purpose is not to be condemned. Your purpose is to live. I don't know about you. I want to live. He wants us to live beyond this earth. This The Bible said that heaven and earth is going to pass away. Everything that we see is going to be gone. But he said, behold, I make all things brand new. 
Sanctification and, 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 and to be sanctified are two different things. One is a result of the other. You are not sanctified until you've been going, until you've gone through sanctification. You are, you are first selected, you have been, you have been chosen. But then God said, I got to get you right because I got a purpose for you. But let me tell you this, just because you've been sanctified for this, and for the church to be have an office in the church doesn't mean that you sanctify for everything. We got to quit acting like don't nobody know nothing but us. We got to quit acting like can't nobody hear from God but you. We got to quit acting like that. And just because a person has a different way of seeing something, it could be because God is removing the cross off of their eyes that's still on yours. And when it comes to sanctification, it's going to take discipline. It's no different than any other son out there, like education. You can't be educated until you get education. Can I get a witness in the house? You, 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 can't, you can't be considered an ordained preacher unless you're going through ordination. There is a process that you've got to go through in order for you to get the ED on the end. It's just like you got to get training. You cannot call yourself trained on your job if you never get training. You cannot, you cannot be a doctor and say, I'm going to be a surgeon if you never go to a high school, college, medicine, get medical school, and then you got to specialize in that area of surgery before you can be declared a surgeon. And even then, you have to work under somebody else. And that be the problem. When God is taking you through the process of sanctification, he will put you under somebody that will make sure you get there. But the problem is we resist it because we look at the world. Well, what they going on by, why am I still here? Because God ain't through with you yet. He ain't through with you yet. Quit comparing yourself to the rest of the world. The rest of the world is going to phase out of here, but you're going to be caught up one day. Can I get a witness in this house today? We're going to be caught up. That's our expectation. Hallelujah. It requires discipline. Everything we do requires discipline. Discipline does not mean punished. It, it requires a certain concentration to focus in this area. I'm going to restrict myself. Don't you know that you can sanctify yourself too? You can select yourself for the task at hand. I'm going to give you a perfect example. My wife, y'all know I make pound cakes, right? And so when I first started baking pound cakes, and she still do it today, she gets in the way. She know it. She know it. She, she gets in the way. She, she, she gets in the way. And when I'm up there baking and she be seeing stuff, she say, can I help with anything? No, I got it. What she do? She jump in there somewhere anyway. She, she jump in there. Well, I just, well, I said, you just, in, you bother, you, and she gets mad. She said, I'm just trying to help you. I'm going to let you be by yourself. And then she walk off and she come back. It's called getting in the way. When you want to be used, quit saying that, that I'm waiting for the Lord to pick me. No, get in the way. If you, if God, if you got, if you are so filled with the Holy Ghost, you can get in the way. Another perfect example. Let me go back to the cake thing. So now what Barbara does, I couldn't even trust, but I thought I couldn't trust her to get the cakes out the oven. 
until one day I was too busy to take them out. And she was right there in the way. And I said, can you help? So she said, I'm going to push her up in front. I said, okay, go ahead. And she, the next thing you know, she could trust her with more stuff and more stuff and more stuff. And that's what God does for us. When we start getting in the way, when we start stepping in, where not just where we fit in, where, where we can be used, sometimes all we need to say is, where you want me at? Tell me what to do. That's sanctification. You can be, you can select, you, you can select yourself, but then there's a sanctification. Tell me what to do. Once you've been told what to do, be satisfied with that and be and do like you've been trained to do. That's sanctified. In the Bible, we have a perfect example. The perfect example is the, is the servant David. Hallelujah. When Goliath was out there, FIFA foe and farming. <laughs> Telling everybody, I'm going to fight your man and they're going to fight me. And whoever wins, that's who's going to serve the other. Meanwhile, folks were running off saying, who's going to fight against this giant? And when David came up to bring his brother some cheese and some bread, he heard the giant and he said, who is this that's making noise and trying to defile up against the armies of the Most High God? And they said, oh, I wonder what, 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 what would be given to the man that would defeat this giant. And David said, I'll do it. I'll do it. See, we, we, need, to, we need some more I'll do it folks in God's kingdom. We need some more folks send me, I'll go. And just because the king wanted to put stuff on him that he wasn't prepared to handle, he wasn't prepared to handle armor. He couldn't handle that sword. He said, this too big for me. I'm going to use what I got. Don't you know God can sanctify you with what you got? You may not look like me. You may not be dressed up. You may not have what I have. But if you get in the way, I declare God can use you. You just got to say, I'm going to get in the way. Regardless if your family don't think you belong. Regardless even if your church member. I don't care if the person you're sitting beside say, no, you ain't ready. But if it's in you that you need to help out, step up that I'm here. You got to step out on your own faith that you know. It may not be much compared to somebody else. But when you got the Holy Ghost and you got that fire on the inside that said, I can't be still, you will get up and say, send me, I'll go. Send me, I'll go. We got enough folk that want to sit down and point the finger. God said, I need some folk that's going to say, I'll go. Where you at, church? Where are us? Where are us? Yeah, it ain't proper English. No, where are we? No, but where are us? It's us. Hallelujah. We got to, we got to, we got to stop all this other stuff. When David went to the king, he said, put this in, I'm going to use what I got. Because sometimes, because you ain't, God can use what you got. Because with that, because he knows you know how to work with that, he knows how to use you to take down the enemy with what you got. He knows how to work with you with what you know. He knows how to work with you with where you are. You just got to be willing to say, I'm ready. It ain't about what you look like. It ain't about what you've been through. Because when God says, okay, I'm in agreement, it don't matter what nobody else say. We are so stuck on confirmation. Well, I'm going to go in prayer with this one. That person, God didn't talk to them. God put the fire in you. Then you get up there and say, I'm ready. 
We got folk in here that's ready, but they don't step forward because they always get condemned. They get condemned. Where they come from? They ain't. They just got here. I've been here all my life. They want to step up. They need to take time. And then you wonder why some folk got more jobs than others. Let me hit that rewind button on that one. And you wonder why some folk got more jobs than somebody else. This one here got 10 jobs. And you say, somebody else needs to do something. You ain't doing it. You ain't doing it. You sitting back there pointing the fingers and complaining. Quit pointing the fingers and get in the way. Get in the mist. Get in there and see what happens. See what happens. See what, just see what happens when you get in the way. You'll find out that when you get in the way, everybody else won't even get in with you. How do I know that? David again. Because when he left the king, the king could say, I'm going to go with you. He said, no, since you ain't going to take my stuff, well, you go head on. Go on out there. See, many of us send folk out there to fail. I'm going to hit that rewind button again. They're they not encouraging you for success. they encouraging you to hope you fail. They hope you go out there and fall on your face so that you can come back and they can tell you, I told you you weren't ready. I told you to take what I got. Well, if you ain't going to use it, why should I use it? If you ain't going to use what God has given you to use and you want me to use it, what good is it to me? If you don't find no use for it, it must be something wrong with it or there's something wrong with you. Preach, preacher, preach. But the Bible tells us when David approached him and he laughed at him and called him a dog, folks will laugh at you and will call you a dog. But when you know who you are and whose you are, it don't matter what folks call you, you can stand right there and say, this is the one that's going to take you out because I represent the most high God. You got to know who you are at all times. The Bible says at all times, will his praise be in my mouth? And it ain't always hallelujah. It's something that's going to be, send me, I'll go. That's sanctification. Well, you don't mind getting in the fire. God, I don't know how it's going to turn out, but if I'm here, use me. Use me, Lord. I'm here. Use me. You called this one. You gave that one money. You gave that one education. You gave that one material. I ain't got nothing, but I'm here. I'm here, Lord. Use me. We got folk that want to be used. Well, I'm here to tell you, you got my permission. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when David went up against that giant, the Bible says on his way, God gave him what he needed. <laughs> he picked up five smooth stones. He picked up five smooth stones. They said, those, the theologians or theologians said, they was probably no bigger than about them three fingers. <laughs> and he picked that smooth stone. And when we don't know the full scene, except when David swung the rock, <laughs> the rock hit in the right place. What do you say? I'm saying, if you use what you got, God will use what you got and it's going to work. 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 
It's going to work. Why? Because you are being used by God. You are being used by God. And as you get used with that, if God can, I say this so many times, if God can trust you with that little bit, don't you know he got so much more ready for you? Don't you know everything you go through is more sanctification for the next thing that you're going to be sanctified for? I'm going to hit that rewind button again. Everything that you go through is sanctification for the next thing that you are going to be sanctified for. Quit thinking that what you're doing right now, that what God done brought you to, and that's all you're going to do. It don't stop right there. It don't, it don't stop right there. Quit thinking, I've done my part. Let me, let, me, let me talk to my older saints in the house today. Let me talk to my older saints in the house today. Because many of us older saints, I said us, let me step out of that for a minute, I'm 50. I'm going to go up a little bit higher. Hallelujah. Many of us older saints who would love to say, I'm retired. I'm trying to live my best days. Because the Lord said, in your last days will be your best day. I've been trying to find that. I have yet to find what it says in the Bible that your last days will be your best days. No, that's an excuse you use to do nothing. Because every time I read the Bible, it's when you get older, when God begins to say, okay, now you're ready. Now you're ready. Moses was how old? Abram was how old? He was a hundred when he had his first child. Caleb, Caleb was 85 when he got to the promised land and he said, I still can fight. I can still go into the battle. I'm going to tell you, you seasoned saints, that yes, you still got it. Yes, you still can get in the battle. Yes, all you got to do is say, Lord, send me. Send me, Lord. And I declare, God will fix you up. He will fix up whatever that's wrong in your body. All you got to do is make the old him not just say, Father, I stretch my hand out to you. I'm going to stretch my hand out to you because I want to do it. I don't know how, but if I stretch my hand and the Bible said, but then walk by faith. The Bible tells you, no, you quit looking at yourself. Quit looking at your age. Ignore your resume of your past and look at what God done brought you to. If God can brought you through everything that you done come through, guess what? Right now is the prime time that God can use you. You can be used right now like you've never been used before. Yes, you can. 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 Quit looking at all these excuses. You keep, you, you talk about the young people got excuses. Our seasoned saints got, is, the, is the author of excuses. Where do you think our, our young folk get it from? You older folk. You can't say amen, say ouch. Every, every, every complaint that our, 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 our young folk are, are, are saying, they come from us. When the Bible said that the elder got to teach the younger 
Why do you think they've been getting they've been getting training on how to complain from the older folk? Y'all, y'all think on that. That's what you call a salah moment. Think on that. Think on that. And you wonder why they back talk you. You wonder why they tell you I ain't going to do nothing. In your own house. In your own house. You know you say, well, God got a blessing for you. He going to use you when he ain't using you. I'm, I'm just, this is real stuff right here. This is real stuff right here. He wants us to, to, thank you, Jesus. We serve a good God, y'all. We, we serve a good God, but he wants us to come out of the flesh. Quit looking at folk like you used to look at them and look at them with spiritual eyes and see, and see what God is doing. I remember one Sunday. Mother Parker was a preacher. Spirit was real high. And she looked at me, and I looked at her, and we both looked at the same person. And she said, Pastor, you see that person? I said, yes. I said, God, dealing with him. He said, he sure is. See, see, when God gives you spiritual eyes, you can look at somebody. They ain't doing, they made some like they doing like everybody else. But some folk be real, and some folk put on the show. I'm going to hit that rewind button. Some folk be real. And some folk put on a show. Some folk don't just come to be entertained. Some folks come to entertain. And I'm here to tell you, God don't want your entertainment. He wants your service. He wants your service. He wants your service. Quit walking in the flesh. You know what that's like. Sanctification is ignoring everything your flesh is telling you to do. It's ignoring it. When, you're, when that person that's gone, sometimes when a person is newly saved, yes, they, when they come in, they're excited. But then when God said, okay, now I'm going to pick you for this, there's going to be some challenges. There's going to be some challenges. We said the devil going to come after you. Well, if you know the devil going to come after them, then why are you adding on to the devil? Why are you adding on to their struggle? We got to be a help to folks. We got to help the folk when they are struggling, reach in there and hold them up. The Bible said the strong are to bear the infirmities of the weak just because they look like they got a lot of vigor, but it doesn't mean that they could be weak. And you putting them down don't help nothing. Hallelujah. You got to sometimes put your arms underneath their arms and say, come on, baby, you going to make it. You have to tell folks, that ain't nobody, ain't nothing but the devil trying to block you. And sometimes what we got to do is stop telling I know what they're doing to you. I know what that one's doing to you. She called me and told me, we got to quit that. And we got to be the ones that's going to encourage somebody and to ignore that. Just keep doing what the Lord wants you to do. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, my Jesus. God, my God. The Bible tells us My if God. we keep living after the flesh, we're going to die. I'm going to hit that rewind button. My God. You keep living after the flesh. We keep living after the flesh. we going to die. Ah. And I'm not talking about death to the grave. Revelation talking about there is a second death. 
There is a second death with the lake of fire where your soul will burn forever. That's the, that's the death that, that Christ has saved us from. When you, when you grab hold of Christ because he's grabbed hold of you, when he grabs you, that means he says, I don't want you there. I want you with me. So let me get some dirt off of you. Let me scrub you clean. Let me scrub your head. Let me scrub your mind. That's why it says you be renewed by the renewing of your mind. You got to get the world out of your head. Glory, glory. You got to get the world out of your head. And listen, this is when you know somebody in the world. If they're talking like the folk who you just left. That's right. And you can recognize that. That's the Holy Ghost telling you, you in the Holy Ghost, but they in the flesh. Do you hear me? And that's when you can say, I'm okay. Yes, and you can move on and you keep doing what the Lord can, will do. Do you, do you hear me? But Hallelujah. if we, here, I'm going to do this condemning part. We got to stop condemning. We got to stop condemning one another. All right. All we right. got to stop condemning one another. We got to stop condemning one another. All What's right. condemning? Root word, putting folk down. All right. All we got to right. stop putting folk down. If everybody got a struggle, that means so do you. All when right. you're going through, you don't want to put you down. Quit putting other folk down. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bible here tells us, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, uh -huh. they are the sons of God. You are a son of God. That means that you got an inheritance. No, don't say, well, he's talking to the men. No, I'm talking, talking to the women too. If you are, if you are, listen, I'm going to say that part again. If you are led by the Spirit of God, you are a son of God. And if you are a son, then you have an inheritance. All right. You have an inheritance. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It says, likewise, the Spirit also helpeth us in our infirmities. When you got a struggle. That's right. When you are in a struggle. Ah. And you're struggling through the sanctification process. Hallelujah. God got other folk around you ah, that will build you up. That would help you Hallelujah. and would guide you yes. and will place you in places yes. that will give you favor. Hallelujah. And they won't judge you because they oh know God. that oh the God. Holy God. Ghost that's leading you is also leading them. Hallelujah. And it's going to get you to the place that yeah. God wants you to be because he wants you to be sanctified. My, 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 my God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah. And here the part. And this is why, this is why I love this, this eight verse. Sometimes we, this 28 verse, sometimes we quote this verse, but we don't understand this verse. Hallelujah. That's why it says, and we know that all things oh. work together yes, for the so. good yes, to so. them that love the Lord. Yes. I'm going to tell you, if you love the Lord, uh. whatever you're going through, whatever the process is, it's going to turn out for the good. Yes. They may be putting you down. Yes. You may be tripping up. You yes. may be falling over, yes. but if you love the Lord, yes. it's going to work out for yes. the good. Anybody know today ah, that it's going to work God. out for yeah, the good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. It's going to work out. Yes, it will. Say, neighbor, it's going to work out. Yes, it will. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. I'm a witness. He says, listen, here go the other part. Here go the sanctification, sanctified peace. To them who are the called Call. according to says. his purpose. That's right. See, God got a purpose. Yes. God got a purpose. Yes. We got to stop saying, you use me. Yes. 
when you don't want to be used. If you want the Lord to use you, he can use you. It won't feel good. It won't sound good. But guess what? God will get the glory. God will get the elevation. God will get the recognition. If you just say, oh, Lord, I'm in the way. Oh, Lord, I want to be used. I'm here, Lord. Use me. Yes. Come on, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Here's a. So come to my close. This is my this God, is, my God, is, my God. This is the peace that we really got to understand. When we said, what shall we say <laughs> to all these, things, all these things? That if God be for us, That's what it who says. shall be against Woo! us? Woo! If God be for me, I'm here to tell you it don't matter of your age. If God be for you, it don't matter of the Woo! evidence. Woo! If God be for you, it don't matter about your past. If God be for you, ah, it don't yeah, matter yeah, what yeah. you're going through. If God be for you, if God be for you, who can, who can, who can be against us? This 32nd verse says, he did not spare his own son, but delivered him for us. Y'all got to get that home. You got to get that. The reason why, the reason why he picked you is because he paid for you. My God. The reason why the he blood. picked me was because he paid for me. How did he pay for me? He used his son. He said, boy, I love you, but I love them too. Hallelujah. And I got a place for him. I got a purpose for him. That's why I'm going to stand it. Hallelujah. That's why I'm going to stand in. Jesus. That's why I sent Jesus. Because you need some help. You need to know that you're not in this by yourself. The Bible says if my mother and my father forsake me, if my mother and my father forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. The Lord will help me out. The Lord will intercede for me. The Lord, the Lord. Anybody know that the Lord will? He's going to work that thing out. Yes, he will. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the reason why. Jesus. This is the reason why Jesus means more to some than he do to others. This is the reason why Jesus means more to some than he do to others. This is why Jesus, his, why, his, why, his, why his birth means more to some than he does to others. This is why when he came through doing the miracles that he did, it means more to some like it did some person did some others. Because there were some in the Bible when they met Jesus, like the man who was lame from his birth, they asked him, who healed you? Ah. He said, I don't know who he was. Right. All I know is, one man said, I once was blind, <laughs> but now I see. Another man said, I was laying on my bed, but Jesus told me, take up my bed and walk. Another man said, I was laying in a place of affliction, but then one day, Jesus stepped over others, and he came to me. Yes, That's why I know Woo. That's why I know her. That's why I know her. That when he came, he came for me. That's why I know her. 
that he, when he went to the cross, yeah, yeah. he went to the cross for me. Yeah. That's why I know. God, That's why God, I know God, that when God. he died, he rose again yeah. because God did it. Yes, Lord. God rose him up yes. with some power, ah. with some power because he wanted me. Jesus. And guess what, church? He's on his way back. Uh-huh. Don't you want to go? If you want to go, somebody shall yeah. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I want to go back with him. I want to go back with him. But I got to live sanctified. I got to know. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hi, God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 When you come out of the flesh, that's when you can that's when you know what God has done for you. Because when you come out of the flesh, you don't act like you used to act. You don't fight like you used to fight. You used to fight with these. Now you fight on your knees. You used to fight with your words. Going at another person. But you go to the Lord in secret prayer. And the Bible says, what you do in secret, God knows I do openly. You ain't got to worry about it. Telling somebody that's your prayer. God said, I'm going to show you. He going to show you. He knows how to put that one in their place. He knows how to put that one in their place. If they attack you, don't worry about it. If they put you down, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Because I'm going to tell you, if God be for you, if God be for you, he's more. He's more. Than the world against you. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes. Stand to your feet. Yes. You say, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Oh, Testify, say, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Look at somebody and say, yes, he is. Yes, he Look is. at somebody and say, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Point your finger and say, yes, he is. Yes, he is. I don't know how much more, but I know that he's more. He's more. Yes, he is. 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 Hallelujah. Yes, he is. Hey, hey. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Hallelujah. Yes, he is. I want to got. I got someone. One more thing to say. I'm really done. Then, if God be for you, if God, don't you think He be for somebody else? Yes, he is. <laughs> if God on their side, and you think He on your side, why you got to be against them? <laughs> because if you against them, you against God. <laughs> and last time I checked, God don't have no losing battle. God wins every fight. Matter of fact, the Bible tells us that vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay. So quit attacking each other. Quit condemning one another. Quit condemning one another. Learn to forgive each other. Learn to embrace one another and say, God got you. 
Hallelujah. As the doors of the church are open. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, God is real. He's real in my soul. Hallelujah. Yes, God is real. real. For he has washed oh, yeah. and made me whole. For oh, his love for me. His love. Come on, church. Just like Hallelujah. Just like a pure gold. Oh, yes, God is, is real. real. For Oh, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Oh, can't. Oh, Lord. Do me like the Lord. Oh, Come on, church. Ain't nobody. Nobody. Do me like Jesus. Oh, oh can't. Doors of the church are open. Maybe you heard the word today and you are not in the right relationship with God. You want to be sanctified, but you're not saved. Uh -huh. I'm going to tell you, you can get saved today. You can get saved today. It's a simple process. Yes, Lord. Bible says those that call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. When you call on him, you have to know what you're calling on him for. That when you call on him, that you know and accept that he is the son of the most high God. That he suffered, bled, and died for your sins. And that on the early on the third day morning, he got up with all power in his hand. And that one day when he comes back, when judge the living and the dead, he's going to judge you. But if we live right, we're going to go back with him. Hallelujah. If you are here today, come on down. Or maybe you are one who have backslidden and you're ready to come on back but don't know how. It's sanctification. He's already chose you. Come on down and get sanctified. He'll take you through a process. Your process may be different than my process. But he'll take you through a process and make you better than you ever thought you ever could be remade. Hallelujah. But then also, it could be somebody out there that need a church home. Well, I'm going to keep saying it until I stop saying it. We serve a perfect God. But we may not be perfect people, but we serve a perfect God. Yeah. Come on in and be part of us. Because we're all going through sanctification. God's seen us all up. Ah. Amen. Let us go to God in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you, God, for your word today. I thank you, God, for your helping word, for your lifting word, for your enabling word, for your powerful word, for your sanctified word. Father God, I thank you, God. I thank you for this day, God. And Father God, I thank you, O God, for your people. Father God, I ask God, you, oh God, that God, for those that are here, there are some, oh God, that have in their heart to do something. 
but they don't God, they don't have the right encouragement. And Father, God, there may not be nobody here to encourage them. But God, but your word untold us that you are with them. You are with them. And if they step forward, you are still with them. You know how to give them what they need. And you know how to touch others, oh God, to be there for them. Father God, this is your church. We are your people. Father God, do us like your word says you can do us. As we've been saying, can't nobody do us like Jesus. Can't nobody do us like the Lord. Nobody, Lord, nobody. But God, as we get ready to leave this place, and not out of your sight, God, I'm asking you, God, in the name of Jesus, that for every person that brought their tithes, that brought their, their offering, some, oh God, got it in their own mind and heart what they plan on doing, but you know the heart. And God, I ask you, according to your words, do according to your words, please, God. You don't lie, neither do you fail. Get the increase out of it all, oh, Father God. Father God, I ask you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And as we leave this place, God, Father, let us not leave out of your sight. In your Son, Jesus' name, let the whole church say amen. Amen.